Ladies and gerbils, welcome to Sky Pirate Radio. We're all very excited to be here. The first one who's excited to be here, we have a man who we haven't told anyone is actually a robot, Kevin Stott. Aye, aye, Captain. Yep, you can't even tell. Uh, secondly, uh, we got America's very own sweetheart, the inventor of the pizza party, Joel Vanderveld. I was uh, named Prom King last year and I'm gone for... Uh, yeah, another one this year, so which one goes? I'm going for Prom Emperor. Yes, we are. <laughs> Emperor of the Prom. Et tu, Brutus. Yes. <laughs> Thirdly, we, we have a special guest with us today. Very special guest. Please welcome 50 Cent to the show. How's it going, Fiddy? Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, that, that's actually Max. Have you listened to my new record? Uh, yeah, it's really good. I love the song um, Candy Shop Number 2. Yeah I, yeah, I was excited to write a song about you, Jace. The Australian version, <laughs> Lolly nice Shop. <laughs> Go the, to lo- the Milk Bar Shop. It's all about you guys, this album. Just, oh, thanks, man. I feel deeply blessed. Really into yeah. what you're doing. Mm. Uh, can, you, can you sing us a bar here? Also, before you do, do you have any more plans to make another video game? Uh, well, that's what I'm here for, isn't it? Well, yeah, promotion for his new video game, uh, uh, 50 Cent and the the Kingdom of the Mad God. Uh, (laughs) It's going to be really good. 50 Cents of Grey. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys played those 50 Cent games? Those are so great. Blood in the Sand? Yeah. Yeah, the and the Diamond Skull or whatever the other one's called. Uh, I haven't. I have not played mm-hmm. them. I, I knew about them, but I uh, didn't care much for them, so... Oh, you should definitely uh, go back and, and rifle through those <laughs> secret gems. They're You're missing really out. Something. Oh, were, they yeah. just, were they just cover shooters? Yeah. Uh, they were. so. Who, who but uh, they had a idea? special like charm to them, like probably like, Fifty Cent. Stories about like Fifty yeah. Cent and his rapper crew finding ancient artifacts and shit that like that. Is sick. <laughs> it's really good. That's kind of like you know Wu Tang. You know why? Does, like what was Wu Tang's game? Uh, Shaolin Showdown or something. Yeah, it was the first one that's fighting right. game. That game was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I played the shit out of that. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so, what have we been on, all been up to, boys and girls? What are we doing? Uh, camping. A, yeah, you went camping. Let, let's hear about oh. Max's camping first. You know what they don't have? You, you know what they don't have when you're camping? Video games. Oh, man. That's you didn't bring your Game Boy Color? I didn't bring a game. I don't have any handheld thing except my phone, which, you know, has about two hours of battery life in it. So I was too scared to play games. You you need to go back and watch uh, the Gadget Man episode where Rich Diodi is talking about how to go camping with technology. I think that I think that might solve some of your problems with uh, a lack of video games and such. I think what would solve them more is just to stay home next time. All all that that works too. <laughs> yeah. What where about you, you guys? Well, I, first, I wanted to know where you're going camping. Don't don't kind of like put this push yeah. this under the rug. Explain to us. Tell us uh, all the. Tell, explain to the listeners your magical adventure. Well, I went down the beach, um, and then it was sunny, and 
Then I came home and I played video games. Fantastic. That oh, was that's the a highlight. really exciting, rough, rowdy story that you got there, Max. I was hoping, yeah. I was, yeah, I was hoping for something a little bit more like media. Um, it would have been, could have been a fun situation, but... People do call me an outdoorsman. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not me saying that, that's other people. <laughs> Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah, yeah. He's, quote, he's an outdoorsman, end quote. The outdoorsman. Outdoorsman of the year, you know. <laughs> what have you been up to, Joey? Um, not a lot. I went. I spent a couple of days down in Dramana, just kind of relaxing, playing some iPad games, and enjoying mm. the the warm weather. So I, yeah, that and doing some sick art, and that's about it. We've got some fun games to talk about, but yeah, nice. Kevin, what about you, Kevin? What are you up to over there? I, I accidentally stole a receipt from a baby. <laughs> Stole a receipt. A seat. We, right. A oh. receipt. We were so okay. we were I was like, what did the baby buy? Oh, a receipt. <laughs> not seat. Not a no. seat. We were leaving we were leaving the supermarket <laughs> and this family was leaving with their shopping and they dropped their mm-hmm. receipt. And I thought they'd just thrown it away and just sort of pointed it out to me, so I went and I picked it up so I could get one of those fuel matches on it of it. So I can get four cents of the fuel. Mm. And then no one else in the family saw that this happened except for this, like, two-year-old kid. Oh. <laughs> and he knew, he knew that we had taken something that was not ours. And he oh, was, no. but he could, like, he couldn't speak. He was just looking at us and, like, pointing. But he couldn't <laughs> communicate to the rest of his family. He just looked so betrayed. Did you just give him, like, an evil look? Like, you just gave him that... Did you stick your finger <laughs> off at him and just like, ha, ha, ha? No, I was no, just, just like... No, just stick a single finger up to your mouth, just... <laughs> yes, with, like, a with a, a, a cutthroat across... Finger across your mouth. <laughs> you better shut your mouth or I'm going to put you through a fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I was just I was I was waiting for it to all come down when they when they I thought I was gonna get found out, but it was it was okay. I got away with it. All those years yeah. of paying Bonanza Brother, but finally paying off. <laughs> I didn't know I was yep. stealing it. I thought they just dropped it, and then after I was like, wait, just said, dude, did they throw it out or did we just steal it? I was like, oh no, we stole it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a receipt. I know, but it's ours now. That's that's ten years to life. Yes, it is. <laughs> Off a baby, yeah. yeah. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't Jeez. have talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> Heartless. This is gonna be Exhibit A. Mm. That sounds eventful. That's great. You're a monster. You're now the most uh, the evilest of all the the Sky Pirates <laughs> crew. Yeah, forget my grandma tripping. This is much worse. <laughs> you know, on a, on a, boys, on a scale of uh, like on you know the the lawful kind of scale of D and D universe, what where does he place? Where does he place? I don't think he's uh, he's like a kind of a chaotic evil if he's stealing from a baby. Ah, wow, <laughs> I was stealing from an adult man. It was just a baby no. who knew that I did it. The chaotic neutral. This is chaotic neutral. This yeah. is definitely Kevin's heel turn right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, like, does that make me more evil because I'm intentionally tripping over old ladies? 
would say mm, tripping over old ladies are worse because the receipt isn't worth anything. I think that's I think that's lawful chaotic in Jason's Depen- case. It depends what kind mm. of crime pie you're tripping over. <laughs> exactly, and I, I'm assuming he's doing it for the good of mankind. So. I think Jace oh, yeah. is just pursuing it at a personal interest, which is fine, <laughs> whereas Kevin's intentionally harming people around him. <laughs> which is, it's dangerous. It's, uh, it's unhealthy, Kevin. Oh, I need help. This podcast is now turned into an intervention where we're all <laughs> going to berate you so you know that you have a problem. I don't think that you're supposed to berate people at an intervention. Mm, I did a bit of psychology <laughs> in high school. I think Why don't I know what I'm talking about. Stop drugs, Henry, you idiot. Why Interve- don't you stop doing the cocaine, you dummy? Interventions <laughs> are 60% negging, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> use pick-up techniques. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to read their palm. How about you, Mr. Jace? Ah. Uh, you know, I haven't been up much. I watched uh, Starship Troopers last night. <laughs> what do you think? Is it the most the most amazing terror bad movie ever? The, do you actually do you actually mean it when you think it's like bad? I think. Or do you I, think it's like intentionally bad? I think it's, it's intentionally. I think it's intentionally like just cheesy and and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, it was almost. It was kind of really like fairly subtle about its like you know satire satirical like fascist undertones yeah it's but kind of weird for I a think movie that, from 97 it plays perfectly i think that's why i adore that movie so much because it's just mm. it's it's amazingly well, I dumb the, i think the book that is based on is more of a critique on that kind of stuff but oh, the movie right. just kind of plays it straight I, and it like lets <laughs> you <laughs> decide if Isn't this the is book, like, like weird written by top? like a, a right wing dude that says this shit will be perfect though yeah, I thought Heinlein like, was an actual fascist. Yeah. I don't remember. But um, I don't think Paul Verhoeven, or whatever his name is, uh, read the book. He read, he said he read, like, a... Yeah, I remember reading and said, I got bored. <laughs> yeah. So he just did his own thing. He needed one of those... He needed one, he needed one of those, like, uh, screens that said, would you like to know more about the book, you know? <laughs> that was presented so weirdly, I didn't understand it at all. Is that what the web is going to be like in the future? I hope These so. videos you can't filter through, and, and I, they just show you random clips? I hope there's a bug invasion, too. Oh, uh, no, no. Did you see what happened to those people? Yeah, but... They got their brains the sucked end, out. In the end, humans win. Oh, we don't know. You haven't seen the next Starship Trooper movies that oh, are I, trying to milk it. I have. I have. <laughs> what are those like, Joey? Oh, they are. They are horrible. They're really bad. They're not intentionally so horrible? Bad. No, no, they're just straight up. Let's try to do this serious and make, like, a <laughs> really good action movie, and they fail something awful. Oh, no. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Um, what is it? There's like a... shame. Spoiler alert. Uh, mm-hmm. So, listeners, if you haven't seen the Starship Trooper franchises, please uh, stop listening. Um, there's a bug that manages to get inside of a human, and then there's like a bug god, and it's... Yeah, it's something. It's something different. That sounds pretty cool. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's this scene where people get their heads blowed up. That's pretty cool. I can't even remember. I I, I just stopped. All I know is like when we got to bug God and then there was people like converting to this religion to kill the rest (laughs) of the humans. I was like, fuck, this is dumb. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. 
I'm, I'm sorry. They couldn't <laughs> afford any more bugs. They just no, had to use. No. They had to swap two <laughs> human actors, and they needed a story reason for it. I I prefer to watch the low budget movie Transmorphers. Which, I don't know what that is. Uh, what is it, that? It's a, it's a fantastic cross between Terminator and Transformers. Jeez. That sounds pretty good. Just, oh, yeah. you, just you wait. Like my game of the week this week is going to be the Resident Evil movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> that first movie is actually alright. Yeah. It's fine. You know. Uh, and then they made a whole franchise. It was kind of really weird <laughs> that that happened. Yeah, I, remember, I remember thinking the first one was okay. Yeah. I mean, what, like, what what good video game movies are there? There's, Resident Evil's fine. Uh, the Mario Brothers. Yeah, Mario Brothers, is, Mario Brothers is actually fascinating to watch. <laughs> it's, it's insane how they visualise that world. There's this that, fucking that, Blade Runner-ass shit. What were we going to say, Max? There's that cinematic masterpiece, uh, Tomb Raider. Yep, uh, Ubol did a lot of video game movies, like Far Cry. Oh, they're not, that's not, I wouldn't say that's good. <laughs> the Dungeon <laughs> Siege movies, the, uh, that's right, with in the Name oh, of the King. Yeah, Statham's made... in that, I believe. Yep. One of the worst movies ever made. Aren't they doing a Last of Us movie, like, this year? Yeah. I, I mean, that would completely I, I beat don't... the point, because that game's practically a movie. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, you can't translate that very well, I don't think. It gets to a point where it's kind of like, why? He, what's the point? Yeah, I thought they, were, they were making some like Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that was just like it was just going to be The Last of Us, but they just didn't have the license for The Last of Us, so it's called something else. Oh, is that is that the one where um the daughter's like a zombie and he's just trying to protect her the whole time? Yeah, I think so. I I've just seen I've just seen a shot of him chopping wood. Yeah, it's the same movie. <laughs> But he, also, he chopped a, a, wooden, a lot of wooden commando, so it could be that movie. It could have been, yeah, it could have been thinking mm. of commando. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great well, movie. Oh, well, we all know that uh, the video game movies then uh, got exponentially better when um, Pixels came out and uh, rocked course, the world. Of course. And we're all very happy. And it helped fund uh, his Sandler's next movie, The Ridiculous Six, which I got five minutes into and then just turned it off. That's a that's a wise plan. Pure garbage. Oh, you know the Silent Hill movie's all right. Really? Anyone seen that? I, yeah, it's fine. I, you know, yeah. I didn't enjoy it's it not, that much. No, no, I didn't enjoy it, but like it's not <laughs> fucking train wreck. So you know that that's positive. I mean, the only good video game movies are like documentaries, like Indie Game the Movie or King of Kong, really. So what about Wreck It Ralph? That's all right. Wreck It Ralph was kind of uh, neat. It's all right. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> we, it sucks that the only positive thing we could say about video game adaptions, of, I mean movie adaptions of video games, is uh, yeah, they're okay. <laughs> you know, speaking of video games, what have we all been playing, Kevin? I've been playing uh, Mario and Luigi. What's it called? It's the new one with Paper Mario in it. Paper Jam. Bowser's yeah. big move. It's got Mario and Luigi Paper Jam Bros. I would love a game yeah. called Bowser's Big Move. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be? I don't know. Just Let's make it. Just game where you Bowser. Yep, sure. Okay, Done. good. Simple. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's pretty good. Text adventure. Uh, it's got, like, one of the complaints that I've seen about it is that it, like, for the most part, doesn't have 
the other games had lots of different kind of enemies and stuff that were usually pretty wacky, like variations on normal Mario enemies. But this one, they're mm. all just pretty straight up, just Mario enemies from the like straight from the style guide or whatever. And a lot of the environments are just pretty standard, just like a desert and whatever as well. But it's still, it's still uh, pretty good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Are uh, you played? Pl- you been playing any Picross? <laughs> yeah, I still been playing Picross. <laughs> I got through. Oh, sorry, that was. Let's not do this again, please. <laughs> Max and I are tired of the fighting. <laughs> All right, sorry. I was just asking him. You know. Yeah, I've got nothing exciting to say about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know why that is. Anyway, no, I've. Re- <laughs> I've re- Whatever. Anything else you've been playing? No. No? <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, we... It's been a it's Nintendo week for Kevin. Kevin and I got to play a little bit of uh, The Division. That was a bit of fun. We, uh, oh, good. How was that? We were we was, we were a little bit drunk. Um, hmm. But yeah, like I, I went and played it after that. Um, yeah, I think... I think it's going to be okay. It's got, it's got promise. I'm not usually a fan of like the RPG FPS where you can see a dude's health just tick down each time you shoot him. But yeah. um, I think, Kevin, you were saying, uh, I think it was you, but it's a really nice representation of New York and just the way it looks. They've just set the whole thing up really nice. And it's, yeah, it's a fun environment to run around in. Everything feels like it's plausible. Um, yeah, good things, except... I was playing it on PC. Uh, I think that game is going to be rampant with hackers. We had we came across so many yeah. of them in PvP, um, and it was just hot, just it was just garbage. But I have to say, the PvP aside from that, it that's pretty fun. We got to this point, we're just randomly playing friend and myself, and we come across this other guy with this really cool weapon. I'm like, hey, party up with us! And he's like, yep, all right, sweet. So we started partying up, and we see this big flag off in the distance, which is someone's extracting out of the dark zone to try to get all the loot that they've picked up. And so, for those of those who don't know, once you pick up loot in the dark zone, you have to extract it before you can use it, but you do have a chance of losing it all uh, when you get PvP and someone kills you. So we get to this extraction point, and this helicopter comes down, the helicopter drops a rope. This, drop is, this rope is open for everyone. Anyone that has loot, no, no matter who summons it, can put their loot on it. There's three spaces on it. So, we're all standing there, there's this big group, we're standing there, and he's like, man, this is really tense, you never know whether someone's going to shoot you or anything. Helicopter comes in, we instantly open fire on these guys, and all of a sudden, when they go down, you hear this just giant, fuck! Um, Yeah, so it's, yeah, doing stuff like that, it's really fun, it's got this really nice, like, tension in it, you never know what's going to happen when you're extracting stuff from the dark zone, pretty good. Um, So there's that. What else? We also played a fun little game called Warlocks vs. Shadows. Ooh. What's that? Warlocks vs. Shadows is like a action platformer. Uh, it's like an arena-style platform where you're just taking on hordes and waves of shadows that are threatening the land, and you get to choose your warlock and level them up, choose new skills. Uh, oddly, though, like... I guess controller support wasn't working when we were playing, so I had access uh, to my inventory, but the whole time Kevin was picking up these amazing items and couldn't equip them at all. Uh, what did you think of Warlocks vs. Shadows, Kevin? I thought Warlocks vs. Shadows played pretty good. Its art was pretty rough. Uh, obviously, yeah. one of the reasons why you're fighting Shadows is that it's easy 
and fast to do an enemy if it's just uh, one color, black? No, later on, I played a little bit more. Um, there's a lot of enemies that have, like, big green, like, crazy armor on them and everything. So the, you'll be having to know that some of the some of the shadows get a, get a little bit more complex. Eh. That's what <laughs> I've got to say to that. Yeah, it's a game. It's a game. It's nothing fantastic, but, you know, it's a fun little time waster if you got a friend over and want to do that. Hmm. Um, and then finally, I had a chance to play uh, Adventures of Mana, uh, which is a Square Enix remake of the, I believe it was Squaresoft's uh, Final Fantasy Adventures, which is, I guess, the first in the Mana series. Is that the Game Boy game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, like, grew up playing a Super Nintendo, so I had, like, a... I have a huge fondness for all the Secret of Mana games. Um, the, I really, I'm really enjoying this. The only thing that is really bothering me is the, the, the touch controls, but I think, that's a, I think that's a problem against most, like, virtual... Uh, thumbsticks on on most of the iPad games. If you can look past yeah. that, the game's pretty solid. It's a nice little kind of uh, Legend of Zelda-ish mana game where you're just going around, and the the models are really nicely presented. The music's done, you know, in redone in HD and everything like that. And yeah, I've I think I've sunk. Let's check. I think I've sunk maybe 15 hours into it or so. So it's not wow. like, it's not a tiny game or anything. You know, you can level up and. Yeah. Um, have a look. So how, how does it implement the touch controls? Is it just so a virtual got, D-pad? Yeah, you've got two buttons, one for your item, one for your weapon. Um, you've got your charge bar at the bottom. But then okay. wherever you touch is your um, D-pad, you know? You can mm. run around. And, like, it can get frustrating, especially when I've just picked up a spear, um, and you have to be directly in front of an enemy. So if any, uh, I guess, error, user error on your part, due to mm. this thumbstick can really mess you up because, you know, you get to areas where guys are taking quite a lot of damage to you. That's uh, doing a lot of damage to you. So it gets frustrating. But, again, if you can look past that, um, yeah, it's a really nicely presented game. The menus work really well. They've got the old uh, item rings as well. I don't know if you've ever played... Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you hit, you know, say you want to look at weapons, you've got a radial, half a radial dial on the, you know, the right side of the screen that you can just kind of dial around like an old school rotary phone um yeah it's fun i like it uh unfortunately it's 20 dollars, but uh yeah really cool game uh, it's really nice uh other mm. and then finally uh i think i've said finally twice but i forgot i've been playing a lot of pinball games on our ipad on pinball Ooh. arcade doing, oh i love the pinball arcade yeah doing a bit of research um have you got pinball arcade or at least got uh, some of the demos jace um, I've got the first two seasons, I think. Okay, uh, I believe in season three there is a really cool Starship Troopers one. Oh. And it's got, it's right. got this really, like, crunchy theme. Uh, like, the theme song, it's just this really, like, lo-fi crunchy song. It's so mm. good, and you're just going around trying to slay bugs. It's, yeah. it's pretty great. I think, I think season three also has, um, Black Knight 2000. Yes, it does. Which is an amazing board. Yeah. Um, we've got um, the Adams, the Adams family on season three as well. Yeah, that one's great as well. I've, I've been playing ones. a lot of, uh, I sometimes just come back to it and play Star Trek The Next Generation. I haven't played that uh, pinball yet. board. It's really good. Um, it had, it has this one board on it. And I think it's in season four, but El Dorado. And I remember playing El Dorado at a friend's house. He used to have mm. the pinball machine. It was just a nice wow. kind of like blast from the past nostalgia. 
Um, it's a really, really like, uh, it's a really simple, um, uh, what do you call it? A simple board by a, a brand called Gottlieb, and yeah, it was really cool. Neat. So that's that's what I've been playing. That's everything that I've been doing. Cool. Excellent. Maxwell. Uh, yeah, I haven't really been playing much, I guess. But I, I like I'm pretty late to the party on it. But I've been playing uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead first season. Yeah, cool. Oh, how do you like it? Uh, yeah, I've never really like like played those before. Like I've watched my girlfriend play a bit of the Game of Thrones one. And it looked pretty uh, like pretty boring to me but like playing this one it's really like got its hooks into me it's pretty cool Mm -hmm. although i'm not really like a puzzle-minded guy so when it's it's not really yeah don't really have too many puzzles though but it's got things like oh you i can't get to this thing okay i've got to find an item that will be compatible to like let me retrieve it as it goes Um, on they get less and less Okay. Yeah, they they sort of depend on that less and less as the episodes go. Yeah, like I had this, like there's this brick that I know I need to get, but it's out of my reach. So like my thinking is, all right, well like there's a cane inside, I'll get that, you know, and I'll be able to get the brick or something. And then that's not how it works. So it's like, I don't know, maybe yeah, there's like it, a... it can be frustrating when puzzles don't have the solution you figured out, you know. Yeah, and a solution that realistically should work just fine. Yeah. But yeah. um I guess they had something else in mind. So <laughs> I mean it, it's it's really interesting though and I I sort of like the the like where the story's going and I like that it seems to be set in the se- like the same world as the comics rather than the show. Yeah. Um and yeah, it it does bother me a bit that the actual game seems a bit like really lacks some polish like i'm playing it on the xbox one so it's been out for years now and this is on a brand new platform and everything and it's still really like quite glitchy and like rough looking yeah uh telltale will have a habit of being like that sometimes it's it's kind of odd what what stuff's been glitching out oh just like weird like uh weird things looking weird and like sort of weird i i can't really explain it well okay. but there's definitely some like lo- like some textures that don't seem to load and things like that as oh, well oh weird because mm. yeah. yeah. i don't i don't recall any of that kind of stuff happening to me i love when i played it, and it was this is a few years ago now when it came out I, yeah me too yeah it was, it was a pretty smooth run and i th- enjoyed okay. it okay maybe it's... i had um after i played the first two episodes and i loaded it up again my save file disappeared that, yeah. Actually, that, that did happen to a few people I know, and they just stopped yeah. playing it after that because they're like, I can't be bothered doing you know the rest of it yeah. anymore. I, I liked it, so I played through it again, yeah. did all my choices up to that point, but um, it, it was a hassle, yeah, definitely. Sure. But, yeah. I haven't actually played Season 2. I no, wondered how that I. was. Hmm. I think a lot of... I think, a, like, the the writers changed in Season 2. Uh, so, yeah. like, a lot of the... A lot of the same... It's not... Like, a lot of the same people didn't the guys that really spearheaded the first one and made it what it was weren't on the team for the second one. Right, mm. okay, sure. So, I wanted, did I've, that... Per- I've heard... I'll oh, go ahead, John. Yeah, sorry, did that perhaps, like, make it a spoil of the experience or was it an improvement, do you know? Uh, I, what, what I've heard is that it wasn't as good. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. 
Mm. I've heard The Wolf Among Us is good. Um, I wanted to play that. I still might. I bought it on the Vita, but for some reason the Vita port of it is like, like very very low frame rate for some reason oh, at all times. Weird. It's really a bummer. Yeah, it's but, funny. Um, like thinking about like like The Walking Dead is kind of a turning point for that company because like every now and then I'll yeah. see on Steam like their Jurassic Park or Back to the yeah. Future game. It's like, hey, I, I they did these. Like, I really enjoyed the Back to the Future ones, though. Really? Yeah, yeah the, the Back the to the Future to... one was good. Yeah, the story the story was really good in Back to the Future. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, Jurassic and... Park was a fucking train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> after, it seems like after The Walking Dead, like, now, like, they've got so many big licenses. They've got Borderlands, mm. which yeah. apparently is great, and they've got Game of Thrones, yeah. which... I guess people don't feel so hot about, but now they've said they've got Batman and they've got wow, Marvel, Minecraft. and yeah, it's like it's pretty interesting to yeah. see just this rise of this one company. That yeah, it's like they've they've just been the go-to for like tie-in games yeah, that are fairly good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, they they do suit a lot of properties that um, otherwise wouldn't really be like great as a other form of video game like i mean like the walking dead also has that um uh survival instinct like first person shooter that came oh, out yeah. a while ago that was apparently a piece of trash but um if you're yeah. a fan of the monkey island games telltale also did an episodic monkey island um tales of monkey island and i i thought that was quite good it's a yeah it's all right yeah so yeah. I, I love my monkey island games Mm. Um, I love, I, you know what I love? Sam and Max. All Sam and Max is good. great. Yeah, the Telltale ones are good. I haven't done, yeah, no, I haven't played Sam and Max for like a forever and a moon, but. Mm. Yeah. I really Sam and Max the, Hit the Road all, still holds up. All the new ones, I've played first few episodes of Wolf Among Us, Borderlands, and Game of Thrones. They're all, they're all good. Yeah, right. That's good. It, it yeah, seems like they've got, it they got a real kind of like love for the, the franchise as well. They're not just going in, in it just for a. A bit of cash, they, yeah, mm. it seems like they're they they know their environment um, or their their franchise before they attempt it. So, yeah, well, at least I that's they, what I think anyway. I hope they don't go overboard with it because like you can have too many things going on. Even like the the Game of Thrones one, my my girlfriend is really into Game of Thrones. She loves it, and then she started that one. I think she got about halfway through the second episode and just stopped because she was just. Like not interested. Yeah, sure. So, well, um, like the the story of that one, it's like a new house and stuff. It's stuff that doesn't really pertain right. to the show, does it? So yeah. maybe it didn't really have that connection for her, I suppose. But that's the, I think that's know. the same thing with it's the same thing with Borderlands. It's different characters, and with The Walking Dead as well. It's it lives yeah, or yeah. dies based. But maybe it just world. didn't tell as much of an engaging story as something like The Walking Dead did. I don't know. I haven't played it. So. Yeah. Well, I guess probably oh, Game, of, Game of Thrones is very much about those houses in, and not as much about the world in a way that mm. Borderlands or The Walking Dead is. Yeah, mm. yeah, and the stuff I've heard about Borderlands is that it's just really, it's really quite a funny series, and yeah. I, I probably will pick it up eventually. But it's so weird too because the Borderlands, like the actual, you know, first-person shooter Borderlands, are just not funny at all. <laughs> Yeah. Really I, yeah. I really quite enjoy them. I think that they give me chuckle, and I really enjoy playing them. But I guess you know, that's just me. 
they're the sort of thing I love. <laughs> I love visually what they look like and everything. Yeah. And I have had fun yeah. playing them, but I've had Borderlands Two installed on Steam for ages, and I keep trying to go back and play it again. Oh, I played the shit out of that. I thing. just, I just can't. Like, I just get, like, there's just, I don't know. It's just not interesting to me. Even yeah, though I sure. really want to be interested, but it's just not yeah. doing it for me. It seems like the people that got the most out of it played it like almost solely multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, Max. Yeah. Max, we should team up. I haven't finished it either. Okay. I actually did just it, uninstall it like the day before yesterday. But <laughs> I, I go back on. It's seriously been on there for about a year, and I was like, no, nah, hard drive's too full. If I'm gonna guys, have to get rid of some. If you games. guys get into it, I wouldn't mind doing a fresh playthrough of Kree, uh the Psycho dude. So. All right. Yeah. I'd totally be into that. Yeah, you guys can team up. Um, well, that's just about all I've been playing. Hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. Nicely, nicely. Thanks, it's, oh, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, you know, I've been playing too much. I've been actually in the, in the process of uh, packing up my stuff and uh, and moving out soon. Oh, you're moving out. So, yeah. Uh, i got nice to move out. So, um... I've, so I've been busy putting shit in boxes, so I don't have any consoles out at the moment, except sure. my little handholds. But I've mostly been playing my iPad games, so I've been um, playing a bit of Twofold Ink. Has anyone else played that? No. no. Um, it's by uh, it's on the front page of the App Store, or maybe it was, I'm not sure, but uh, it's by the guy who made uh, Rimmed Capsule, that weird spaceship iOS game. It, it's sort of like a puzzle game that's sort of not dissimilar to Freeze... And uh, also got a little bit of Bejeweled in there as well. It's uh, it's really fun, um, but it's got. I, I'm not going to explain it here because you can just take a look at it. It's really hard to explain such abstract puzzle game concepts. But um, it it shit. What was I going to say? Oh fuck. Oh man. Um, panic. It, panic. Uh, oh, 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 oh no, I remember. Um, I've got. It's uh, It's got the same thing that happens with all puzzle games for me where. If I'm playing another game, I'm like, all right, that's that was when I finished. I'm like, that was a fun experience. I I had a fun time. There you go. Um, and then if I play a puzzle game, like an endless puzzle game, where the only way to finish it is to lose. Every time I, you know, I lose, I'm just like, go fuck, fuck it, fuck this game. This sucks. <laughs> this is garbage. Every time I finish it, even if I enjoy the game, I will never have a pleasant experience ending it. <laughs> so yeah. I always just get out of there in a huff, just like. Hmm. So I never know if that's, like, the floor of the games or if it's just the floor of me being a bit of a crybaby. It's probably the latter. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, it's definitely, that's, that's definitely a thing. Developers like uh, um, Half Brick on Jetpack Joyride definitely, like, we've been to talks where they've explained out how they try and make it when you lose and when you lose that there's rewards and stuff that keep you feeling yeah, like, oh, yeah. I can cash in the tokens that I used and buns right there for start again to try and uh, try and make you always feel like you're doing a good job. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, th- this game is fairly bare bones. It's like free and freeze in that way where it's just like presents you with this puzzle game. That's it. There's not really any sort of, you know, there's achievements but not, no unlockables or anything like that. And I like that. It's pure like that, but... And you get better as you play it, but it's just every time I finish it, I'm just like, man, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just too fucking stupid for this game if it's gonna treat me <laughs> like shit like this. So fuck it. <laughs> but um, 
Other than that, I've been playing a game on iPad, which came out last year, that people seem to like very much, called Prune. Where you has anyone played it? I've um, heard of it. You make like a, you've uh, you uh, it's all like kind of simple aesthetic, very minimalist, and uh, you grow this tree from the ground, and it grows up, and you have to prune it, which is like cutting off the branches so it grows bigger in other areas, and uh, it's sort of a puzzle game where you have to kind of move the tree around like objects, or try and get it to reach the sunlight in a certain way. Um, it's it's fun, but I'm not really seeing the the grand appeal that a lot of people are because I love games that like are meant to be like oh this is so zen and relaxing and um, um, I'm enjoying it so much it's very it's like sitting in a spa made of uh, uh, lava that doesn't burn you and um, <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever said that before but um, it's it's yeah <laughs> clean it it's, it's alright it doesn't I don't get that feeling from it it's just kind of a little bit boring but uh, seems, I'll keep chipping away at that um, other than that, been playing still more Steins Gate, which is that visual novel I talked about last week. That's very good. And uh, I've actually been playing Persona 3 on my PSP off and on for about a year, and I still haven't beat it because it's long as fuck, <laughs> like every RPG. Um, I've got about 80 hours in it, and uh, so <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's like, it's gotten to, I love that game at first. I was like, yeah, this is really good. This is a lot of fun. But now, like 80 hours later, I'm just, can this stop? Can I please end this? I don't want to play this anymore. It's like a relationship where it's just like, it's we don't enjoy being around each other anymore, but she keeps coming over for some reason. I'm like, why are you doing this? <laughs> I I, want this. I've kind of wanted we, to get We both the, want this to be over. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I've been wanting to get into the Persona games, but they seem really scary. Like, just the fact that there's just so much and I don't know where to start. Um, I think you can start, I mean, Persona 5 is coming out soon, you could probably start there. Yeah. All the, uh, all the games are very loosely connected. Yeah, Except okay. for, like, the, the crossover games, like, the fighting games and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. But, uh, you could probably start at Persona 4, there's a lot less grinding than Persona 3, and, uh, it's got a nice flow to it, and you get into it very easily. You can just kind of slide in there. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun, you should give it a try if you've got a Vita. Yeah, sure. The golden version I, is very good. I do good. have a Vita, but, uh, I think... Shortly after we went on that holiday that one time, um, it just stopped working. It just wouldn't charge. So I think it's battery oh, issue that I've got to figure out because um, I'd very Shit. much like to get that back to play a bit of Frobisher's and get some cool Vita <laughs> games. Mm, I like my Vita a lot. Yeah, I, best I enjoy the Vita. Like, I don't, I, it's such a shame that it... I think we've mentioned it many times. But I think it's such a shame that it didn't sell as well as they wanted it to because I think it's a pretty decent handheld console. Hmm. And, uh, you know, third parties are still supporting it yeah. and stuff. What was that game you mentioned? Uh, I can't even off remember. Off-air a few weeks ago? Dungeons and Some Dragons or something like that? Yeah, no, Some <laughs> Magic, I think. Some Magic? Yeah, like that, that um, perfect. One of the 600 yeah. beta games that's dropping this year. <laughs> yeah, 600 winners. Um, <laughs> hey, some of them <laughs> are pretty that's... good. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a little pretty good. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, a lot of, uh, you know... JRPGs that are dropping and getting uh, yeah. translated and, and localized. So, hmm. at least in Japan, it seems like it's the visual novel machine, which which happened to the PSP as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, which is good with me. But that's all I've been playing. Cool. So, all right, I've decided what well, I want to say about Paper Jam Bros. All right, it feels Go like ahead, they've got Nintendo way more on their back than they used to. So the like the first one, Superstar Saga, 
Yeah, like, so they were, like, weirder, and then they took, like, five years to do uh, Dream Team because they had to re-kind of jig everything for Mm. the 3DS. They had to... They chose, like, a new graphical style because they, like, had probably had to do 3D. Probably Nintendo said, you have to make it 3D instead of it being kind of sprite-based environments. And so one of the things that happened was kind of the environments got more constrained as well. And uh-huh. in Paper Jam, that's definitely true. Uh, but they, they're kind of precious with their like environments, but they put in a bunch of quests and stuff where you go back into environments they've already been in, they change some stuff, and uh, so they reuse stuff like that, and you find Paper Toads and stuff. And that's good. Um, it feels like they're trying to get something... It feels like this was one that they were trying to get out quick at while the kind of 3DS lifetime was still going, and then they'd start working on something for the NX. And there's some also some like yeah. weird like yeah. deep Mario. I mean, they cuts didn't have a it. lot of time like they did for Dream Team. Yeah, well, I think it was Dream Team. They, I think they started it like three or four times. Mm. Yeah, sweet. Um, um, I think. Yeah, go on. Oh, sorry. Uh, I just wanted to mention something else. I think uh, you're right about the Nintendo being on their back thing. They did work for a long time on Dream on Dream Team. I think what happened was uh, they started working on it and they had to redo the whole thing like about halfway through because Nintendo said, "Oh, 3D, please." Yeah. But um, uh, I think the same thing happened with Paper Mario because uh, I mean I liked um the the 3DS one, but it didn't have the same uh, kind of creative fun, goofy, charming feel that the other ones did. I, yeah. I have the wonder if it's the same case. Well, as I think as some, you know, as the other kind of third-party games drop away and they have to focus on their kind of core Nintendo yeah. stuff, they're kind of roping in Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi RPG, which were always these kind of outlier series, and then they're kind of imposing the, like, Mario stuff on them that works great for like 3D world and stuff but is kind of it's kind of too constricting for Paper Mario and stuff which need mm. to be able to let Mario no need to be able to let like Luigi get amnesia and then like turn into a bad guy and stuff <laughs> which they wouldn't normally yeah. let happen Oh man, Super Paper Mario is actually good. People <laughs> everywhere I go, I see people hating on that game. For that shit's really, really funny. <laughs> it's got jokes about capitalism. In it. <laughs> it's got this great. this world where you're just like, all right, so if you want to leave uh, jail in this world, you've got to uh, run on this treadmill for literally ten thousand hours. <laughs> like, there's no way to not run on the treadmill for ten thousand hours. That's the only way to do it, real time. <laughs> which is incredible. It's pretty that great. game's really good. Um, um, but they've got yeah, some really say, Kevin? they've got some really deep like Mario enemy cuts in there as well. Like they've got such a they've got such a mix of everything. There's like the I don't remember what they're called like paradiddles or something. The little like ladybird dudes who have been popping up in 3D land. All right, they're in it. The bruises who are like the these ghosts. With like boxing gloves that have, I think they were, have only been in New Super Mario Brothers, and they're only in like one or two levels. They're like a r- kind of big endgame enemy. Uh, King Bob-omb's in it, 
at like mm-hmm. the top of a mountain. <laughs> the guy with the mustache. Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. Uh, but something I think because probably they didn't have a lot of time. A lot of the uh, bosses and stuff are reused. Like I think they reuse mm. the sprites for Peter Piranha and for Wiggler that they did in Dream Team. And they don't have yeah. ev- almost every uh, boss in Dream Team had a, a, like a, some fun gimmick where in this one you have like an ally who does stuff with you. In this one, it like has a real time in like this turn-based game. It has a real time timer on it for you to beat the fight in. Mm. And this one didn't have that, but it did have an excellent yeah. boss fight with Nabbit, the little. Uh, <laughs> rabbit guy who's been in uh, like New Super Mario Bros. Wii U. Yeah. Who, uh, his, it's a fight where there's like sections where you're just chasing him in the overworld and then there'll be parts where you fight him and he pulls out like paper enemies out of his bag for you to fight. And then there'll be times where when you're chasing him, he'll run into an enemy and then it's you versus those enemies, but Nabbit's on your side so he's feeding you like mushrooms and stuff to keep your mm-hmm. health up. So that was a really fun one. Right, so is Nabbit a good guy or a bad guy? What's going on here? Nabbit's in between. He's like he's he's, oh, man. he's fighting chaotic both. neutral. Yeah, he's fighting Mario <laughs> and Bowser because he just wants to steal stuff. So mm. many moral what gray areas in Mario. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 he just needs to feed his family. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Paper Jam. Yeah. So we got we got a game of the week, fellas. Uh, Kevin assigned us with eighty days. Not 79. Uh, which not uh, he made us play for 80 days, and uh, now did. we're back. It's been, it's been rough. Yeah. 80 days non-stop. Uh, I was 80 days. Mm. I was 50 days into an either binge uh, when that happened, because <laughs> I thought it would be appropriate to get uh, hooked on something uh, <laughs> while we played it. Not a good time. Wasn't a good good idea. Mm. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, what, did, what did everyone think about uh, 80 days? Uh, why don't you start off, Kevin, by, like, Explaining to us what the type okay, of game so, is, what it is. So, 80 Days is... It's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing at its core. You're, you're doing a lot of reading and making choices, uh, but you're also making choices about where in... Because you have to go around the world in 80 days. That's your, that's your goal. So, you're also making choices about which cities you want to go to. Uh, you're trying to buy and sell goods to make a profit so that you can buy more tickets without having to wait at the bank. You're trying to uh, be a good valet and keep uh, Fog healthy as you go around. And it's set in a world where it's a kind of alternate history where there's all kinds of like strange mechanical modes of transport. Automatons. Yeah, they got robots and stuff. It's good. Um, is, is, is this... I don't actually know because I've never read the Jules Verne novel. Is this at all similar to how that novel is, or is it completely different? It is. I don't. I don't. I think it's got some of the same. I think probably it has the character of Phineas Fogg as oh yes going around the but world. But none of the like weird ass steampunk shit. It yeah, I don't think it has as much of, of that because I think in the I think in the book they mostly are just hot air balloon it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, I really, like, I I didn't get to the 80-day mark. I got to maybe around 30 or so, but um, I think it's kind of fun. It's it's a nice kind of, like, novel 
or, or yeah, let's, like you said, choose your own adventure. But it's a really kind of like nice way to present a story in, in a way that you make it really personal on your own because you're choosing where to go. You're choosing what to say and what to explore. And then you get certain, like there's direct outcomes and, and, and stuff that happen as a result to what you choose. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if with the items and stuff, is there like, like with the exception of the like the item sets that can help Fog from losing his mind when you travel. Do any of those items become uh, usable? For example, say like the rifle when you're going along like Trans-Siberia or anything like that? Or is it purely just to find a place where you can make a profit and sell it? Um, you, you can. Some situations arise when you might be able to use those items or those right. items will be used if you have them in the dialogue. Oh, right, so cool. I had a... I had a... <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I think I was in Russia and something or something, and I unfortunately had some Marxist literature on me. Yeah, um, sure. And I, I went to jail for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I got I got questioned for like having a lot of like artificer stuff, and I was like, no, I don't, I don't have any of that stuff. So, um, mm. yeah, okay, so stuff that like that does happen. That's neat. Yeah, and uh, you can also use dominoes and apples when you're talking to someone on a train and looking to get new routes. Yeah, okay, You can use sure. those to extend the amount of time um, to talk to them to find yeah. out about more routes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Playing sure. the classic yeah. game, Apple Balancer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I had, a, like, I had a bit of a blast. I'm going to keep playing it because it's, it's a fun kind of thing when you're just sitting around doing nothing. Hey, let's try, mm-hmm. to, let's try to get to this continent now. And uh, I like being able to... You know, talk to talk to someone in this part of the world, and they give you this rumor like, "Oh, this person's got this cool airship," or "This person's doing something ex- like exciting with robots." And so you either choose to go to this or that location, and the story becomes completely different. And, um, mm. Yeah, I think it's a real. I haven't played many like vision novels, but I think this is kind of a really nice way to present a story. It manages to make you feel like there's a lot going on and it's kind of a living world yeah. without a lot yeah. of yeah. pieces. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, I think I, I liked it a lot. Uh, the only time I got I got a bit shitty yesterday <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't make the 80 days and I was enjoying it a lot until then because I feel like the, uh, the time limit is a good, you know, it, it makes you want to do it. It makes you want to play the game. It's kind of the thing that keeps you going. So when I passed the eighty days, I was like, "Man," <laughs> sort of like I didn't, I didn't have that that motivation anymore. Yeah, well, right. I think there's um, like, isn't there's like story stuff too, where if you go over the eighty days, Fog's just like really upset and he just gets really dejected. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was just kind of bummed out. So I might retry it or something like that to see if I can get the eighty days. To be honest, I was I was going as fast as I could, but I still wanted to visit the countries I thought were cool. Yeah, sure. so yeah. I went down like Russia and went to uh, Nagoya and stuff like that, um, and uh, Honolulu. Yeah. Oh, actually, there's a great story about Honolulu. <laughs> I was uh, I went from Nagoya to um, San Francisco from like for like fifteen days on a boat. And uh, the boat, unfortunately, got into um, a, a storm, and they had to go to Honolulu. And uh, I was pretty upset about that, because I wanted to go to San Francisco. So I, um, the boat was full of Shinto uh, religion and Christianity. So I, I like, made some intense like fights, like spread rumors and shit. <laughs> and I made the ship mutiny and go back to San Francisco. <laughs> really fun awesome. i was really not pleased that we were going to honolulu so i made everyone uh fight that's great it was a lot of fun 
But yeah, I think that that shows a lot about the game because you can have these kind of personal experiences that maybe uh, other people haven't yeah, had like because get there's so them. many routes you can take. Like yeah. you get to share them like that, and it, it's fun hearing yeah. about that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. And it's it's neat that like underlying that is the like the actual sort of mechanical part of the game is about the risk management with yeah. your time. Like whether you mm. you're in a city, do you want to like explore around for four hours? Or do you want to yeah. go to the bank and, like, the more money you want to get out, the longer you have to stay there? You know, mm. exploring or going to the market takes time. Exploring can find you new routes to get around the world. And, like, it, it is, and it's really neat that that time, like, management mechanic is directly tied into the story itself of the 80 days. Yeah. Like the, it's really cool. I, I don't think I, I enjoyed the time management stuff as I just enjoyed the pure narrative. My absolute favourite was, like, these little stories you get on a boat that don't really relate mm. to anything. Mm. So my favorite one was just, I was on a boat and there was this little girl and she was like, she came up to me and said, have you heard of my mom? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, my mom's super strong. She fought in the war. Do you want to meet her? And I was like, yeah, let's go meet your mom, dude. And uh, I went down there and she was working, uh, shoveling coal for the, for the, tra- for the um, boat. And I went and saw her. And I bowed to her, and she spit on my shoe, <laughs> and uh, and then uh, I, that was the whole thing. <laughs> that was the whole di- the whole dialogue. That was every all it was, and it didn't like lead up to anything. It was just a little little story it told me. Great. Was, I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> it was fun. It was good. But yeah, you get on on the longer trips, you tend to get a lot of tales like that. Mm. It's it's kind of cool. Yeah, some choices to make. I did, I'm doing my second playthrough, and I decided to go do some of the expansion content, which is, uh, instead of kind of going around the equator, going up and over, going over <laughs> to the North Pole. And so oh, they do the this... North Pole or whatever? Yeah, they do this expedition, and, like, <laughs> like the it describes, like, your character as the valet being like, Wh- where are we going? <laughs> what is What does Fog <laughs> think he's doing? <laughs> And then eventually he Fog tells you he's going over the North Pole and then he's like writing in his diary, this is insane, there's nothing up there. There's no way we're going to be able to survive and do it. <laughs> and then, yeah, some stuff happens. You get stuck, you almost die. It's good stuff. That is one oh, of the, the really funny things about it when I started it up that I naturally assumed that I'd be the one in charge, that I'd be Fog. But then it kind of ends up that you're actually his, you know, his servant or whatever. And it actually mm. ends up being this kind of thing of like, oh, like, maybe, like I'm, I'm the one doing all this stuff. Like, I'm the one carrying this. I'm, I'm talking to people, finding new routes and, I like, think it buying makes it, stuff. And... I think it makes it way more satisfying. And it, it's, it's funny, you know, like, you, yeah. you know, you're mm. playing this dude that's at the whim of this big, rich billionaire. And you kind of have to bend to his whim and try to make everything work. While he's having these crazy, insane ideas, you know? Yeah, and also getting it, it upset. It also adds a certain if... dimension that you have to take care of him yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Like um, but uh, you can kind of choose your own character when you're playing as... um. What's his stupid name? What's the valet's name? Like, I forget. Passepartout or something? Yeah, Passepartout. Yeah, Passepartout or something. Um, and, uh, you know, you can choose to be very... Like, be at his every whim... Or you can choose to just ignore him and just walk around the cities and stuff and 
be very exciting. Um, uh, how did you guys play as uh, Pass Patout or whatever his name is? Uh, fast and loose. <laughs> <laughs> Just like how I know Joel. Oh yes. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to like. I am kind of curious to see what it would be like if you picked the kind of character who was just never impressed by anything and was really upset that he had to go around the world, but it's really, I, you know, when it gives you those opportunities, I always want to go out and see what's going on. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I tried to, I definitely took a middle ground with that and tried to keep Fog happy while also, you know, going out and, and talking to people, even if he slightly disapproved of me doing that. Yeah. What happens when he just gets completely fed up with fog like fog just just stops kills himself (laughs) no he he does i don't think he does do that i don't know actually um i i don't know because my character was uh i'm very i you know i'm at his every whim i don't go out exploring that much but when i do and i see something exciting i fucking do it I'm like this butler that's got poor self control. And um there's like this there's like it's like he thinks he's like really like oh I'm unimpressed at everything. But then he sees there's a fucking bike race happening with a bunch of Norwegians and he's like, I'm gonna fucking race him. That's my character. Thrill seeker. That's a good character. Mutiny (laughs) The boat. Uh yeah, so that was fun. That was a lot of fun doing that. So, it seems we all enjoyed this yeah. game. I'm, gl- I'm glad about that. Nice choice, Kevin. Uh, what would you rate 80 days, Kevin? Uh, 80 days out of a year. Hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll, well. I'll, I'll uh, wage, I'll, I'll, I'll up the ante with you, Kevin, and I'll bet you a penny farthing, farthing race around uh, London out of X number. <laughs> There you go. Okay. That's my rating. Good, Max. I'd give this a probably play it on iPad rather than computer out of a hundred. Oh, yeah. I kind of regret yeah, I that decision. It on my iPad. But yeah. yeah. Um, I would rate it uh, um, a mutiny ship uh, <laughs> full of Shinto and Christian Christian faiths out of ten. Another thing that happened on that boat is a fucking ship. Due to I think due to what I was doing, like a Shinto man, a, a Shintoist. Uh, Faith man just got up onto the top thing and committed suicide and i was just like what hot oh no (laughs) um like it was like and and like i scarred a dude for life like one of his the guys who used to be his buddy who was his christian faith was just looking down at him (laughs) like for five minutes you were a bad like i was like oh my god and like there was no joke your actions have consequences Okay. Yeah, it's, it's true. I I really, really wanted to get play to San games Francisco. With people's lives here. I know, but uh, I got to San Francisco quicker, so it was all good. <laughs> Eight days. Sometimes you got to crack a few eggs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to make that um. So that's eighty days, everyone. Uh, what's our next game of the week, Max? Well, uh, it's a game. Uh, I wasn't. I just picked this before, but I saw it was on special on Steam, and I've always wanted to play it. It's called Hand of Fate. Hand of Fate. Ooh. It's a. Is that that a card game it's dungeon a crawler? Card game where you also yeah. it's also a third person brawler of some sort. Yeah. Should be interesting. Yeah, definitely. That looks neat. I could do Let's that. Do it. Um. 
I also, uh, when you type in Hand of Fate, something else comes up that is just <laughs> uh, Manos, and that looks Yeah, we're going to watch Manos, the Hand of Fate. <laughs> that looks, ex- just because the logo, uh, oh, the game kind of looks kind of w- lame, but the logo looks great. Have you have you seen the movie, uh, Joel? No, no, I haven't. Oh man, it's a movie from like the seventies, like this horror movie that was directed by not a director but a farmer. That sounds and, um, <laughs> fantastic. And uh, it's it's the worst. It recently got a Blu-ray cut. Oh right, it says right <laughs> it here the worst amazing. movie of all time is now a video game. <laughs> we should go watch that. Yeah, for the game of the week, it's, that's, it's excellent. That's, that's, that's great. really good advertising. <laughs> yeah. Um, alright, so, now we got a little, a little fun round of, uh, Pitch That Game! You wanna put in the theme music here, Joey? Uh, give us a little bit of a, a ditty. Uh, song. <laughs> Yay! Thanks, dude. Oh, I love Good that song. It. Yay! <laughs> alright, Kevin, so you've, uh, you've, uh, you're the special boy of this week, so you've shuffled, a, you've gotten us uh, a few game names. What do we got, buddy? Today's game titles are... Rule of Transgression, <laughs> Vampire Command, oh, and wow. Arm of Prosecution. Oh, oh man. Uh, everybody guess what Muppet I'm thinking of. Oh, I know. <laughs> mm. uh, Joey, you go first. Um, I want to say Beaker. Okay. Let's um, I'm guess. gonna guess Pepe. Okay. How do you guys know they're not Muppets? <laughs> I don't know. Um. Ah. Uh, this is like last week when I didn't know the Star Wars pilots. Miss Miss Piggy. <laughs> okay. Who yeah, was closest, Kevin? Okay. 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 Wait, Joey. What did you guess again? I call, I said Beagle. Okay, I was I was doing uh, Floyd from the the guitar player from the band. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to uh, I'm gonna give it to Pepe because I think he's uh, lowest tier o- along with Floyd. <laughs> Although he's All getting right. a lot he's getting a lot more uh, time in the in the spotlight at the moment because Pepe's really funny. Yeah, um, uh, I think it's just his puppet that's funny, <laughs> not his actual character but uh i really wish you didn't choose me <laughs> because <laughs> i don't know um uh oh jesus um uh fuck vampire mm, vampire command oh, this is gonna be similar to night raid though mm-hmm. all right are you all ready yep um oh jesus okay uh vampire command is a video game right Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. You control a SWAT team of vampires. Uh, the government couldn't handle all these terrorists, so they were like, "We've got to call in our last hope, Vampire Command." All these vampires, they've all got capes and like headphones with microphones on them. They ride around in a helicopter that's black and red. What are their names? What? What are their names? Uh, there's a, there's a, oh man, they've got to be cons, right? Um, 
Well, the main one's name is Rico, and okay. uh, uh, the second one's name is uh, is um. Uh, <laughs> is uh, Sarah, and uh, the third one's name is um, uh, Buster. Buster. He's big and strong and has sunglasses. Okay, They're three of them, Van Bike Man, and um, uh, they're, they've got a they've got a um, fucking you know information giver who's also a vampire and her name is a uh, Quirty. She okay. likes computers. Good. <laughs> um, and uh, so they've got a black and red uh, helicopter they travel around in called the Bloodsucker, and um, they just go around to terrorists and. Um, it's an open world game where you yep. can ride in a helicopter, you can steal cars if you want to, and you can just move really fast as a vampire because vampires move fast, uh, yep. especially when the moon is full, which doesn't really make sense. But um, <laughs> uh, you, and at, uh, you have to travel around in the Bloodsucker when it's daytime because uh, you can't be out in the sun, but the Bloodsucker prevents all light from coming in. So uh, you can, if you need blood, you can just uh, like get a bungee cord on the uh, <laughs> helicopter and just duck down and just like suck some random person's neck. But it's a lot like um, a SWAT team game where you have to infiltrate the house, but you're vampires. So it's kind of like Batman Arkham Arkham Asylum, yep. where you have to penetrate. And it's a co-op game because you can play as all three: uh, Sarah, Rico, and Buster. Okay, and, good. Um, you infiltrate the houses from all different angles. Uh, they've all got different special abilities. Uh, Buster has a lot of knives that just come out of his chest, uh-huh. and um, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't have enough time to think of a good game for Vampire Command, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it seems alright. <laughs> okay, good. Um, alright, give me more, give me more Muppet something. I have a different Muppet. Alright, I'm gonna say Sam the Eagle. Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> I've totally used all my Muppet knowledge. What about one of those old guys? Yeah, you can get some of those. Yeah, I don't know. Statler or Waldorf? Statler and Waldorf. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's hard. Come on. Uh. An eagle that uh, that is mostly disapproves of everything and to make <laughs> sure much fun isn't being had. I'm going to go with Max. I was thinking of Sweetums, the big giant dude for the big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let me tell you about Armour Prosecution. Damn it, that's what I was going to pick. <laughs> oh, Son sorry. of a bitch! I knew you would because like, oh, I don't know what to do with the other one. <laughs> that's the one That's the one that Rule I would of Transgression picked. was my second one. That was going to be a sweet game. Uh, Armour Prosecution, you play as attorney at law, uh, Jonathan Justice. Yep. And you've got a cool suit and your right arm is metal. And has a yep. has a hammer on the end. <laughs> yes. And it's oh, it's a third person brawler. It's probably made by like a Platinum Games or something. <laughs> and basically, you beat up um, other other attorneys and stuff. Maybe inside or outside of a courtroom scene. And and you say things like, you know. Uh, order in court and then you smash their face in and stuff. I don't think that's gonna make order happen. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
if you get combos and, and shit like that, you say like, mm, uh, ruling denied, and then you power them so hard that their face explodes. Can you go like, if, if like someone, if like a, if the, uh, defendant is like, please don't kill me, I'll, I'll go to jail, I'll do anything. He's just like, overruled, <laughs> like hits him in the face. <laughs> you can choose not to kill them, but then you lose points and there's nothing yeah. you get in return. So who, who's he fighting? Why is he fighting them? Um, because they're, they're, um, he's representing his clients in, in the court and it's, uh, you know. Tell me about the first you know, case. The first yeah. case, um, someone, someone says that this, uh, the defendant is saying that someone dented their car, okay. and um, that they won't pay for the money, and the um, other person's like, "Oh no, I didn't do that." So like, you end up like, you know, beating the shit out of everyone. So, I mean, it doesn't really <laughs> it's matter. Like, it's like a judge Judy level cases. It's it's not really about the story, is it? It's about combos. So my my idea for that game wasn't too far off, um, because I'm only saying this because my idea for rules of transgression it's it's nothing, and uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with what I actually thought of uh, before I crash and burn with rules and transgre- rules of transgression. Okay. But my idea for uh, um, prosecution was. Uh, similar, it's a 3D beat-em-up, uh, where you play as a lawyer who was in a car accident, right, and he had his arm ripped off, so he gets transplanted an arm of a fighter that was killed by, like, this mob boss, and so you now play as this, like, semi-coherent, like, you're, you, his body has been melded with yours, and your mind's melded, and so you now go on this, like, crusade to try to take down this mob boss. Um, so, like, you're a lawyer and you got your suit on, but his arms have been, like, his suit arms, they're ripped off, so his muscles are showing, and he's big and everything. Yeah, it's a fantastic game where you play as a brutal lawyer. That sounds, that sounds pretty cool. It would be pretty cool also if the arm had, like, a big tattoo on it. Oh, it totally does, because get... this dude, this dude, right, he, he was a big macho man, right, he was, he was beating up dudes for the mob, but then they, he crossed him one day, and then, uh, yeah, mob wiped out him, his family, and he wanted justice. So, lo and behold, he gets it through this lawyer who's fighting the good fight. He's got, he's got a tattoo of justice with the, with the black hole holding the scales. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Alright, well now, Joey, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, so rules, <laughs> all right, rules of transgression. It's a kind of a papers please kind of simulator, but instead of <laughs> being like a border control agent, you run like this underground sleeper cell that's trying to like take out the government. And you do this by getting all your agents, you sign off on these kind of like commands that undermine the government. You know, a rule comes in from the top of like, you know, the actual government, and then you try to think of something that can completely destroy that. I don't know. It, it's a really hard topic to, it's a really hard <laughs> game name to make something of, alright? I'm sp- um, I've actually, uh, if you're done, I've actually got a game idea for rules of, rule of transgression, if you want to hear Go it. Go on. Yes. Um, okay, so all, there's too many criminals, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. So they gotta, they got to put them, they have to move them all, they put them on a boat and put them on an island. It's basically Australia. 
It's called Misdemeanor Island. And uh, essentially, the only rule there is that it's got to be against the rules. <laughs> so like you, the episode so of regular gotta, time? Um, what? Like the episode of regular time where they go to that dimension that has no rules? Do you mean regular show or adventure time? Sorry, regular show. Um, regular time. Regular time. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. But um, basically, so it's a multiplayer game, right? Where it's for Twitch streaming. Yeah. And you got to put in hashtags in the chat if you want to change the rules of the island. So you'll be playing a game. And it can have different rules, so it can be a first-person shooter or, or just an open-world game or something like Altus Life from Armor 3. Yeah. But um, uh, you can, someone can just put in a hashtag, like, hashtag no gravity and everything will start <laughs> flying up, <laughs> freaking out. Hashtag cars drive only backwards. <laughs> it's the rule of transgression where everything doesn't make sense. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So uh, that I guess that means nothing. That actually does sound pretty cool. Um, so, Kevin, who do you choose out of the three um, original ones? I think oh. um, Prosecution is pretty good. I'm glad he has a metal arm. I was going to be upset if it wasn't a lawyer that had a robot arm. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> good that he had. I think that's good that he had uh, a uh, hammer on a gavel on the end of it too. <laughs> but yeah, I want to know a more lawyer, about the story. Not a judge, but you know, I want, I want to know more about the story. I want to know more about the cases and the, and the intrigue. Uh, oh, so I'm going to give it to Jace. Vampire yeah! Command. Vampire Command. I totally imagine Vampire Command looks like an 80s Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> mm. like it's got a theme song like Fright Night. Who does, who does vamp- who's uh, Vampire Command's enemy? Who's their nemesis team? And what are their um, names? Uh, um, are they werewolves? Yep. And uh, they they've all they were all transformed from uh they got mutant sludge on pet dogs, um, <laughs> so they're all wearing collars. So okay. their names are like Mr. Bones, awesome. and, uh, rough, and uh and and like just one that's name is like like you know Joe Joe, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fluffle Bunnies or something like that. One of so the they're, uh... they're, but they're really scary looking. One of the other they got all the game... terrorists on their side. What's that? <laughs> One of the other game names that came up was uh, Werewolves of Duty, so that could be their <laughs> game. Oh man, that's <laughs> them. So uh, that's it. That's two weeks in a row. I'm coming for you, Joey. Yes, you are. That's right. I'm <laughs> vampire command. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I guess that's the show this week, everyone. If you have game pitches that you want to talk about with us, or perhaps suggest some fun names, where can you contact us at, Kevin? You can send an email to questions at skypiratestudios.com. <laughs> we have a Twitter as well. And a Twitter is at skypirateradio. Yeah, at skypirateradio. That's where you can send stuff. We have a Facebook page. Hit us up on that, like us on that, follow mm. us on Twitter, and, uh, tell other... Yeah, and if you see me in the street, uh, you can just say hello. Say I'll hello. say hello. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, say hello. don't say hello to Max, though. He doesn't yeah, like Max no, kill no, you. No, no, he no. doesn't like that. You wouldn't like him. Unless, you talk about, unless you're an to. ant person. Unless you're like, like really like ants. <laughs> He's into it. Uh, yeah, tell maybe people, Tell people about... Tell your friends about this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> 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 that's our tagline tell your friends you. 
tell your neighbors, tell your dad, tell your mum. Thank you. So that's, that's where we're going to leave it this week. Uh, Max, do you, <laughs> Max, do you have any words of wisdom for us this week? What do we got? Uh, Mind that deep brain of yours. You know, when I first sat down here about five minutes in, I was pretty sweaty. Um, mm. And now I'm not doing too good, guys. <laughs> what what do you mean? T- you mean you're more <laughs> no, sweaty? No, no, no. no. I'm really there. sweaty. Leave it there. You don't, know, you don't need to know. <laughs> I didn't have the fan on because it would make noise, and now I'm just yeah, really sweaty. Too. Oh goodness! I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Descartes wrote about that. I'm trying to hang up, but the the mouse keeps slipping it out. Keeps slipping hand. out of his hands <laughs> like a bar of soap. All right, everyone, we're gonna let Max melt in peace. So, uh, we'll see you all later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Max, you always sound like a teenage girl <laughs> hanging up the phone. Alright, alright, so, this is what I was laughing about earlier. The other night, I've been sitting on this for a while, I had a dream, and, uh, uh, Kevin, this will pertain to you. Okay. That, um, I, like, I, like, had a wife, and I, we gave birth to a beautiful boy, and Mm -hmm. I named him Kevin Stott, (laughs) and, uh, and, like, I, I did it just, like, as some sort of elaborate practical joke, where I, like, as he got a little bit older, he's still a toddler, I just, like, I, like... Um, gave him plastic surgery so he looked exactly like him. <laughs> that's what we call and that's then, what we call true love yes and uh he uh like I got him to first of all he had to go to you without you knowing so I got he's in a like a little elf suit with like those shoes where they like get like raised up in the in the front you know like they got little curls on them yeah and he goes over your place, and he just follows you around. He's just this little version of you that follows you around. A little elf. But when man. you're in public, he's like an asshole. He like pushes people over, and everyone thinks they learn it. He learn it from you. So they're like, Jesus Christ, look at this guy and his son that looks exactly like him. That's the real. <laughs> that's the real goal to to slander the perfect name, the good name of Kevin Stott. <laughs> Yeah, I've got like a weird elf uh, that follows me around. <laughs> it looks exactly like you. That's so Defin- weird. It's definitely a long con, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, the worst thing about it is that it's completely legal. <laughs> yeah, if I could do that if I wanted, my wife would probably need a little bit of convincing. But... <laughs> you just imagine, like... The, d- the relationships deteriorating and 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 Jace's up like all night in the attic, plotting these crazy experiments <laughs> and stuff. It's good. It's like a good movie. It's all for the greater good. Yes, yeah, this is the best movie that would ever be made. <laughs> it's called The Long Con. <laughs> <laughs>